Episode number 10 of the Local Lowdown. My name is Zach Bischoff, and I am, as always, joined by... Danny Schanowitzer. All right. Thank you very much, Danny. All right. Today, we are going to be talking about... Is it starting off? Yes. The uh, the Women's World Cup uh, the, that wrapped up uh, this morning, actually. We're then going to talk about Steelers' uh, news and notes from, the, from their second preseason game, which took place uh, yesterday evening. And we're talking about some college football... Uh, preview uh, week number one coming up in a couple of days here, actually. No, actually a week or two, actually. But then we're going to talk about uh, Premier League to wrap the show up today. All right, first, uh, Spain defeated um, England this morning by a score of uh, 1-0. Danny, just your thoughts on that game, and did you watch it? Yes, sir. Uh, um, yeah, you know, start, started the morning off with a, with a bang. Um, I was not super alert for the game, but I did, I did make the attempt to, to watch as much as I could. Um, I went back and watched the highlights as well, which I think was good, um, because that was, uh, 6 a.m. on the East Coast. So that definitely came early this morning. But Zach, um, obviously, uh, the World Cup, uh, Women's World Cup is just such a, such an awesome event. You know, and it's it's super cool. You know, every four years, um, just the best international players get to get to represent their country. And I just think that's that's such a cool um, cool event uh, in on the sporting calendar. And um, obviously, Spain and England both had really really um, great runs to to get to the World Cup final. And as you mentioned, Jack. Um, Spain edged out England uh, today by a score of of 1-0. And I just think that um, Spain's, you know, the way Spain plays really, really shined shined through um, in, in, that, in that game, Zach, because um, their left back, Carmona, um, scored. Now, defenders don't score very often, but for Spain, defenders score – Pretty pretty regularly regularly because I believe Carmona also scored in the semifinal. So I mean, pl- Spain's play style is just super fun to watch. It's it's super possession based and, and everything like that. And they were able to just kind of really um, you know um, just wear wear down the uh, the uh, England team. And um, you know all the credit in the. Uh, in the world goes to goes to England and and Mary their goalkeeper Mary Mary Earps because she you know played a, a really good game and um, made made a penalty save which is pretty 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 awesome to see um just I mean she 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 had a great tournament and England I mean from I mean fr- to the end really really battle Zach they really really did and I mean I just think for women's soccer as a whole. This World Cup was was just super awesome to see the level of competition because I mean th- these these women are 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 just world class athletes they they really are and I mean it's just so so cool to see other um a, a lot of you know nations being in in contention and I, I mean I'm just 
super excited to uh, to watch how women's soccer and um, kind of progresses these these next few years here because it's certainly not gonna not gonna slow down, Zach. Uh, all right, thank you, Danny. All right, we are actually going to switch this up. So sticking with soccer, we're going to go into the Premier League here uh, as we switch up the rundown. Um, as we so, Danny, take us through match week number two while I try and figure how the how the heck to get the scores up on screen. I got you, Zach. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's been a, a heck of a heck of a couple weeks here on the on the uh, soccer calendar, you know. Um, but yeah. Uh, the Premier League to per, Premier League has been from the watch from the get go as always, and obviously we are. Um, I believe there's one one match still left to be played in uh, match week number two uh, on Monday. So yep. Um, but yeah, we're pretty much through um, most most of the games on on match week number two. So uh, perfect timing, Zach. You got the you got the scores up there, man. I, I mean, I just think um, what I. The, the game that I was really um, impressed with was the uh, was the uh, what was that what West Ham and uh, sorry West Ham and uh, Ch- Chelsea game and and West Ham um, beat Chelsea three to one. Now Chelsea is a team that is you know really in, in content like they, they just have a lot of the, the big guys for, for those that might not have, have, have caught catch the game, you know, Raheem Sterling, um, Colin Gallagher, uh, a, a young, a young promising star. Um, so I just think, I mean, West Ham played a, a heck of a, heck of a game from the, uh, from the start. They scored like five minutes in, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, uh, and really, I mean, their striker, Miguel Antonio had a, had an absolute, absolute cracker of, of a strike. Um, and uh, put them up two to one, and then threw a threw a uh, a red card. So West Ham was playing with with ten men um, for you know start, starting like with, with with twenty minutes left in the game. They were able to add on a uh, penalty, which was just I mean West Ham just really had a, had a complete game. Um, and you know I'm I'm looking forward to the, to seeing how they kind of. Kind of develop because they're they're a team that's definitely on, on the rise again, Zach. Uh, you know, as far as other other games that kind of caught my eye, you know, I, we talked last week um, how Newcastle, um, you know, really really uh, beat up on Austin Aston Villa uh, by a score of four to one. You know, they they definitely had had a very big test to say the least when they played um, Man City, but. Um, you know, Man City only uh, – the score was only 1-0, and Newcastle was really – towards the second half, they, they really started to, to pick to pick everything up. So so Newcastle, man, they're – you know, they're in the Champions League this year. And, I I mean, I just think I'm going to be super intrigued to see kind of how, how they can can, can keep, keep things going because, obviously, again, younger guys are kind of kind of stepping up. And, and um, yeah, I mean, it just – it's a it's – a, it's a, uh, the Premier League, you, you always never quite know what you're what you're going to get. I mean, obviously, again, we, we look at the scores and uh, Aston Villa beat, beat lost four to one against Newcastle, and then comes comes around and beats uh, and beats um, uh, who was that? Who was that? Uh, Everton. Everton. Yes, thank you, Zach. I, I knew it was a blue team somewhere, but uh, beats Everton 
four zero. Um, I mean, that just shows the level of talent that is in the Premier League, and that just makes it so much. I mean, it's so fun to watch, Zach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to briefly uh, highlight a couple things here. So this one right here, Liverpool and uh, Bournemouth. I don't know how, how I can say that, but yeah, you got uh, that. You got that, Zach. You got thanks, that. Thanks. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to see just uh, Liverpool had a great bounce back after the draw with uh, Chelsea um, yeah. this week now or, or last uh, last time. But uh, it was great to see you know Mo Salah. He uh, he scored from the spot um, to I believe it was tie the tie the game at one uh, one at the time. Uh, but it was great to see Liverpool leave uh, leave um, Anfield with uh, three points in the bag after beating Bournemouth three to one. The other game I want to highlight is going backwards uh, is this one, West Ham versus uh, Chelsea, which uh, was played this afternoon. Um, actually, this is our return from being out of town. But West Ham with ten men for the last quarter of the game uh, yeah. defeated Chelsea. Uh, 3-1, and I want to briefly talk about just the amount of spending that Chelsea has um, has done, and how and it's it, they're really kind of in a kind of in a rebuild here as we look uh, yeah. into the uh, Premier League this year. But uh, we still have one more match to go. That is, I thought we had one more match to go, but it's not listed here somewhere. Oh, it's over here. It's, I forget it. Right, let's uh Jack, one quick thing too. One quick thing too. We um mm-hmm. you know, Tottenham has been kinda in, in the headlines for, for the wrong reasons, Zach. You know, Harry Kane obviously uh-huh. going to to Bayern Munich and um, you know, them kinda having they really had a down year last year. I believe that they lost their, their um first game uh of the of the campaign um last week. But they I mean, dude, they really, really um you know, beating Man U, you know, Man U is similar to Tottenham and and that they're up and down. But you know, beating Man U two zero without Harry Kane is certainly something something to build off of them for this yeah, for the Spurs. I, I think the um, I think the game tomorrow is uh, Crystal Palace at Man City. I believe. I think that is the. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I do think it's cool. I do think it's cool, Zach, that they're doing kind of that that Monday night Monday night football uh, thing in England because obviously England's yeah. six hours uh, ahead of us. So I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of- I think they've always done that, but it's uh, I always, you know, always every Saturday, like you know, seven o'clock on the East Coast. You know, there's always soccer on. And there's soccer on until at least you know lunchtime on the East Coast. So. Um, yeah, and then like right when you get home from right when you're you know starting your afternoon, getting yeah. home from school or whatnot, there's always something to, something to watch on Monday. Which I yeah. Think all right, uh, all right. Next, we're going to talk about the, uh, the Steelers, their second preseason game. One thing I wanted to touch on is the uh, fine that was handed down to uh, Steelers uh, the, uh, linebacker Quan Alexander. He was fined, I believe it was just over forty two thousand dollars for a hit that looked to me. But nothing more than a football play, Danny. One, did you see the hit? And uh, two, do you think the the discipline was appropriate for the offense? Yeah, Zach. I don't remember the the hit specifically. Um, I'll have to, you know, after the after the podcast here here watch that again for myself. But I do I remember specific. I hey, that 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 sounds that's a good plan there, Zach. But no, I do remember specifically. Um, what the uh, I believe it was Charlie Bat, what Charlie Bats said 
um, last week, and he just kept kept harping on the fact, or kept harping on the fact. I think this was on the radio actually, because we were we were driving somewhere. But the the radio broadcaster kept harping on the fact that there were um, less cleaner hits that the uh, Tampa Bay Buccan- Buccaneers gave out than what 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 Quan Alexander did, and he kept he kept saying that um, you know. Juan Alexander's hit is a good hit, and you're you're gonna let you're gonna let these these hits slide. So I mean, it, it obviously is not you know it, people are kind of um, divided as, as to okay you know what where's that where's that line where where it goes right. into goes into dangerous. But I, I mean I do think um, obviously us being Steelers fans we're gonna we're gonna be biased here. But I I do think if I I I think it was a good hit, Jack. I, I really yeah. do. Yeah, I don't think there was anything wrong with it. I was really surprised when I saw, I believe it was last night that I saw that he got fired. I'm like, I think there was actually a flag on that play too for unnecessary roughness. And I think the TV, the, the TV broadcast here was saying, you know, if, if they're going to call that consistently, then we're going to see a lot of flags. Right, in right. In my opinion, I feel like at least one or two Steelers games a year turn into uh, what I like to call an officiating gong show. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot more of that as we move uh, into the regular season. But also, uh, another point before we actually get into the – or not, well. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's uh, let's go to the second preseason game. Now, Danny, you can lead this topic, as I'm sure you watched a lot more uh, of the game than I did because I was actually unable uh, to watch the game because the TV provider in the place that I was at over the weekend, uh, did not or actually was carrying the game. The local CBS affiliate, but we could not watch it um, due to some uh, uh, petty things between the TV provider and the and the owner of the networks. But go on. Yeah, Zach, I'm I'm sorry about that, man. That's never never fun when you want to watch something. And, it's preseason, and, you know, anyway. So yeah, yeah, true. That's true. That's true. Um, Good, good, good job looking on the looking on the bright side there, Zach. No, but but I mean, Zach, I, it was a. It was a really complete um, performance go by, by the, go by the Steelers. Go, go a little bit long. We need some. We need, we're a little short on time, or not that short on awesome, time. Man. Need, awesome, man. Awesome, man. You know, you know, I love. Go you know, long. I love uh, go routes. You know, I love go routes. Zach, go long here. All right. Um, yes, any, anyways, uh, yeah, the Steelers really uh, had a had a had a complete performance from from start to finish. Really, I mean, I thought, um, you know. From 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 the start of the of the game, uh, you know, uh, Jalen Warren's um, 62, tu- 62 yard touchdown run on the on the first series, and then um, you know, uh, defense defense uh, forces a, a three and out, I believe was the, was the first one they, they forced, and then you know we come right back down the field. Calvin Austin has a great return, and um, you know Kenny Kenny Pickett finds uh, Pat, Pat Fryermuth for the. Uh, for the touchdown, um, and I just thought, you know, we're sitting against against the Bills, who, who played their their starters just like we did for for about a quarter, and we're up 14-0, not even five minutes in. I mean, I just thought that was the dream start for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, and when 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 you zoom out and really look, you know, um, Joey Porter Jr. had an interception. Um, and and gave it to his dad, which was a, a super super cool moment. Cool moment between two um, two Steelers players. Obviously, um, Joey Porter Senior, a, a Steelers Steelers legend. So I mean, that was just super super cool to see. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, and and then Elijah Riley forces a uh, had a really good camp. Forces, a, a, oh. I mean, I just thought that it was a really um, complete, complete, uh, complete performance for the for the Steelers on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, Jalen Warren uh, is really making a case for for himself to to get even more carries, be more involved in the offense than even he was last year. I mean, I, Najee Harris. Obviously, you know, is dealing dealing with a couple of things and trying to get get to 100 percent before uh, before um, the season actually starts. Um, but I, you know, I would love to see Jalen Jalen Warren um, get more get more uh, um, get more uh, time on the field because I, I think he, I think he's earned that. You know, it'd be it'd be cool to see even if we could work if Matt Canada could work something in with both with both of those running back at some point. I mean, I just think. Those guys are, are, are talented. I, I think um, I think that the I always say um, every time we're talking about the Steelers doing doing something positively, I always think that you know right when the Steelers you know are, are doing something positive, that's when the the national media, so to speak, kind of catches on. I think people are starting to realize that Steelers got some guys here, man. I mean, like for Calvin Austin, um, we didn't know what he what he was gonna be um you know because he was coming off of that of that foot um that that sideline hand for the whole year but obviously we know he has four three speed I, I i think he's just been explosive throughout this preseason um and what i am really um looking for zach is just um production in terms of let's start games fast right we look at, 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 at um, every, you know, every uh, game last year. And it seemed like we really, you know, we started a little slower um, in, in the first half and had to kind of play catch up uh, in, in the second half. I always feel like the Steelers are always, they always have the ball, but are always either down three and have to go get get a touchdown or, you know, got to, got to tie it with the field goal and then go to overtime. The Steelers are a heck of a team to watch because they're in every game. But they also do not make it easy on, on a Steelers fan. I know you, you know that. I mean, we know that more than more than most for sure, Zach. But um, but I just, I mean, from the get go, you know, San Francisco is a is a tough team. But if we can literally replicate what we just did against the Bills, and you know, scoring fourteen points in a matter of minutes against you know um, one of the top defenses, if we can replicate that. At San Fran, and just start games faster, so that we have more, you know, we just we have more cushion, and every every game is not, you know, an absolute nail biter. That I mean, that, that's what I'm. That's what I kind of want. That <laughs> I know. That, that that's what I'm saying. Like, it, wouldn't it be so nice if we could every game, like, we could score in in, in the first quarter? Because yeah. I mean, there were game, there were there were multiple games. I'm not sure what the streak was. Well, we just could not score in the first quarter. It was like half of the season, wasn't it? I don't, I don't even remember. Yeah, no, it was, it was something like that. I mean, I don't have the – yeah, I'm not sure what the entire, you know, what the bad streak was of that. But, like, if we could if we could do that, that would put, put a lot of us, our, a lot of our fans at ease, man. Yeah. Yeah, I also saw um, Mike Tomlin said this, the starters will once again play uh, in the third week of preseason. Um. Uh, this uh, I believe it's this Thursday. This Thursday, yeah. Uh, Atlanta. Steelers, get your thoughts on that, and then before we move on. 
Yeah, no, Zach, I, I, uh, I, I'm obviously gonna, gonna really, um, curious to see when I, when I throw it back to you here, um, what, what your thoughts are, but I really don't love, love that. I know there's a long layoff between the, the, you know, we got a short week this week and then we got uh, a while more, a while to wait before we, uh, we started things off against the, the 49ers. I really don't like it just because I feel like we've seen what we needed to see here. And I think that that might just – I feel like the like everything around the Steelers right now is remarkably good, I feel like, for, for you know, we, we going into week three of, of the preseason. I just football, – football is such a, a, a physically demanding sport that I wouldn't want to see guys like T.J. Watt or Mika Fitzpatrick out there just because I think we've seen – what the first team offense and first team defense can do. And I would just rather wait on that excitement for come week one than risk something in the final week of preseason. What are, what are your thoughts, Zach? Uh, yeah, I think I think we've seen enough of the first team offense. I mean, I think they've been out there for three series and have three touchdowns over the two games. Yes, exactly. So, so I, I think that is uh, – I think enough is enough with, with first team offense. Uh, for the preseason. All right, next. And finally, we are going to talk about uh, college football. And, uh, yeah, college football and our uh, any some of the marquee matchups, if we can find any, uh, for the first week of preseason as we approach the kickoff of college football. Danny, just your thoughts on college football's summer sphere. That made yeah. Sense, but you can go with it. What's that? I said that made no sense, but you can go with it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. I, I got I got what you're you got the point across, Zach. So no, I mean Zach. It, again, it is a it is a awesome time of year, and um, I'm super looking forward to to watching the uh, the Pitt Panthers. Mostly, that's that's our favorite uh, college football team, and Obviously. I uh, I think that um, I'm really excited to see you know what what Pitt looks like this year as I am um, every year um, because I really think we have a guy, you know, um, in Phil Dracovic that people are really high on. I mean, he's um, a, just a really, you know, he had a great high school career in, in Pittsburgh, which I, I think is pretty, pretty awesome that he's back in his, in his hometown. Uh, you know, I, I think that every, everybody from what I've been hearing from the camp reports I've been reading, Everything, everybody is pretty high, especially on the offense. Um, you know, guys like uh, Kanantu Munfield and, and Bob Means. That everybody's kind of really looking for for those receivers to to make making that next step. And I think that you know Pat Narduzzi is one of those guys that I feel like his programs keep getting better year after year. I think it was a little bit of a of a slow burn, if you will, you know, in year um, in his first few years as, as the pit. Head coach, but I think Pat Narduzzi instills winning culture in, in this program. Uh, so I would I would really like to uh, to see you know um, the the Pitt be able to get to uh, nine or ten wins because I, I think we can do that. You know, a, a factor that that you know um, is it, a big factor is that you know this year. We, we played the likes of, of North Carolina and I, I think Miami too at home, right? That's that's a big deal. Being you know having those tough 
ACC games at home is a is a huge huge deal. We've had to go go on the road there for for a couple of a week. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what what Pitt can do and and um, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm also excited to see what Pitt can do. But another thing I'm excited to see is just how they get through the logistical nightmare that is going to be. I believe it is Albany that is. It's either Albany traveling to Hawaii or Hawaii going to Albany. That that'll be interesting to see as the what is it? The Pac-12 has become like what is it? The Pac-6 or the Pac-3? Pac Pac-4, I think. Pac-6 Pac or Pac-4, yeah. yeah. No, Jack. That I mean, dude. I feel like the, those early those early you know week um get uh get the week one games in, in the college football are super. Interesting, just because you do have the likes of an East Coast team going to Hawaii and playing. You do have the likes of Youngstown State playing Ohio State. It's just like, I mean, I just, I, 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 I under, I honestly don't get why you kind of put yourself through those logistics. But it will be interesting to see kind of how every everything kind of kind of goes because, uh, like you said, you know, any team can win. On any given any given Saturday, right? That's why you. Yes. That's why you play. So, dude, it'll be it'll be it'll be interesting for sure. I mean, I think th- this too, Zach. I know it's kind of pivoting just based on like playoff format, but it it, it is going to be. You know, I, I, this year um, is the final year of the of the four team playoffs. So, you know, teams really don't have any room for air because you know, um, and that I mean that plays into also th- that that. Because you don't have any room for error with the with the four team playoff, that plays into who you schedule uh, on week week one. If you're college football teams, obviously Alabama does not want to have to play uh, uh, Ohio State week one. You know yeah. because that's uh, um so you know this is the final year, and then they're going to go to twelve teams. So I, I you know looking looking ahead to next year. Is is anything going to be different in terms of those early early season games because now there's 12 teams as opposed to four. I, yeah. That's something to watch for sure, Zach, I think. And your closing remark. Oh, not, I mean, not not too much, man. Not too much. I just uh, – I, I really am excited to uh, to watch um, just – it's a great time of year in the sports calendar. I feel like I've said that like five times this podcast. But, yeah. but I'm just yeah, yeah. appreciative of, of everybody uh, that, that has – watched listen and and just we we appreciate the support and i appreciate you as always zach for, for having me so yes sir. thanks man. all right uh he is danny samples i as always am zach Fishoff, and we will see you next time right here on the local lowdown podcast thank you very much for listening we will see you next time